0: It was as if he kicked about three pounds of haggis that time because it hardly got off the ground. Three pounds of haggis. 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 Three pounds of, of, of haggis because it hardly got off the ground.
1: Let's
2: talk sport with Scott Brown and Nathan Snade. Kia ora and Norvin you're not just with Scott Brown and Nathan Snade. You're with our amigo, Anthony, oh, Anton Agassi, Anthony. I've been with an Anthony today. that's why oh, I yeah. made the mistake. Anton Agassi, our what we call his rugby sports pundit, is probably best to just know knower scr- of things. Yeah, the knower of things and Do the, the knower of how to ride a car or drive a car. Jules Linst, our man, third time in the show with us. Is it Scott?
3: Yeah, I was about to get in. Get into it with the mind games, you know, already ahead of ahead of our, our challenge match next week. Looking forward to it.
2: Yeah, this is going to be good. So so for those that are listening, on next uh, next Saturday at 1 o'clock, we are going to have you two have a belt out on centre court up at Top Squash as the uh, curtain raiser for a, uh, a a match in the German League. Top Squash are playing, I think, mines and... Oh, Heidelberg, I think it might be the team's... But anyway, we've got a curtain raiser, so there'll be some uh, little jaws on into the ribs during the show, I hope.
3: Two, three bears as well, you know.
4: Yeah. Hasn't it been cold?
3: I we'll turned up absolutely <laughs> hanging for it. It has yeah. been very
4: cold. Yeah, I, cold. I had to get up early this morning, was scraping the car, shivering fingers while I was scraping the car. Was that hand on the steering The right hand on the steering wheel was shivering until the car warmed up. It was horrible. It was probably the
2: what are you doing to, to, to warm your car up, Joe? I just sleep a
1: little longer. <laughs> <laughs> Very clever, <laughs> yeah. Very
2: clever. It's been it Baltic,
3: hasn't it? Baltic is the word I yeah. would
1: use. I don't like it. I,
2: I don't mind when it gets to like zero or, or two or three, but when it gets to in the minuses, I'm a I'm a wimp. Yeah. I can't handle it. I'm a squash player, indoor sport man. I can see you that. you like it. You like it. Cause you're always in your shorts. Yeah,
3: yeah I, I don't mind the cold. I went out. I went out for a run ahead of the match. You know, try and get the five k under under twenty minutes. I'm a long way off that at the moment. What do um, you five k? God, Three days. 20, <laughs> I, I'm doing it about yesterday. wasn't fast, so towards like 25 minutes or something like that. It's still pretty good. Though. Yeah, I think the quickest I've ever done it is 21, 21 and a half. Oh, what about yourself, Anton?
4: I don't run that far. <laughs> I get to about 1K and then that's me done, <laughs> and then I go home. <laughs> Props aren't
2: made for running. And it's
4: usually running home, the one K. I don't yeah. <laughs> yeah so it is yeah. about the
3: the one K mark where it's like yeah. yeah, you know, like have you ever watched Family Guy?
4: Yeah, the Peter, Peter Griffin. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, Very good, very Show good. Show one five one? Yep, absolutely. Like, was
4: that a movie slash T V reference already from Scott? Yeah, I think it was. was that, that's a new record, surely. That's what I do. Mate. That's what I do. What
3: I do. Uh, yeah, it's one five one. As always, we've got our sport and the history uh, and the world today. We've obviously got our uh, interviewer Jill, and we'll uh, we'll go into not only the world of motorcar racing, but into the world of NASCAR. A little bit on Formula One as well. We've got a little bit on uh, all these records being broken with running shoes at the moment, going faster. Um, we've also got New Zealand getting pumped by Bangladesh, embarrassing
2: bollocks. Did they?
3: Yeah. We'll, we'll what get sport? into that cricket. Um, yes. Interesting one about the RFU. And uh, here's a question for you. What is the best way to cheat in an ultra marathon? Use a car. Mm, well, we'll see, won't we? We'll get into that <laughs> one later on. We've also got uh, Mr Perez joining us uh, from First News to uh, bring us up to speed with the, the BGL League and I have no doubt he's going to want to talk about the Euro uh, draw for next year, where if Lux can qualify.
2: What draw will they be in? Looking well, forward to it. Well, guess
3: who they've got in their pool if they were to make it there. Is it Portugal? Good old Portugal again, huh? You're kidding me. No, I'm not even joking.
1: It can be randomly done out of a yeah, head. Yeah, of course it is.
3: It? Of course it is. Of course it is. And it's also, who else? you got Czech Republic in there. Who is the other one? Uh, Turk, Turkey. Oh, it is Turkey. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So that'll be interesting to hear uh, how uh, that, you know, surely... Portugal just pumped us 9 nil. 9 nil. Good game, though, apparently. Anyway, as always, um, I've I've got a little bit of a thing at the moment, Gilles, where I take the number of our show and I try and find out if I can find any interesting facts about that number and how it relates to sport. Interesting one here. Saturday, 25th of March, this year at Twickenham, saw the 139th varsity match. But this is, in fact, the 151st year of that rivalry, which started back in 1872. Now, that's the
2: rugby match between... Oxford, Cambridge, and, and, Oxford Cambridge. and Cambridge. Not the rowing me- oh, regatta. I no, wonder, wonder how many... Um, Pull it up. Pull it rowing up. Rowing regattas, there be. Pull it up. The rowing's um, bigger, um, isn't another it? Another one. Huh? Is the rowing bigger? Uh, no, nothing, Definitely
3: nothing bigger, bigger. <laughs> Wind your neck <laughs> in. Um, the other one for you is in this year's URC's Ultimate Rugby Championship. That's for the teams from Wales, Italy, Scotland and Ireland. How many matches will there be?
4: Is there not South Africa as well? South Africa as well. Weird league, but we move. Yeah, we move on. Uh, it's
3: 151 matches this year. So there you go, significance of 151. Fauzi Bashir, Oman International, he finished up with 151 international appearances. That's, that's, that's some going. Uh, Imamun Halk and um, Rahmulana Gurbaz have the unfortunate statistic of scoring 151 in a cricket match, but also being on the losing team. Wouldn't I mean, you be gutted if you scored 151 runs and that then, very, uh, then lost?
4: Very hard to go. In.
3: Here's a cool one for you De La Salle High School holds the national record in USN Day, greatest country in the world, for a um, the longest winning streak in high school football from 1992 to 2004. They went unbeaten for 151 games.
4: Who are they playing? Oh, that's massive.
3: That is, especially out in the US, because yeah. like the Yanks all love that American football stuff. And obviously, Nathan, one for yourself here. What do we need to check out in a game of darts if we're on one hundred and fifty-one?
2: One fifty-one. Well, if we work backwards, we would go. Give me this mic. I'm still looking for that um, boat race. Um, if we go backwards, we need four uh, double. Double tops, which is, I'll go 40. Well done. Uh, Triple triple 17 is 51. We put 60. So what I'm going to say is I'm going to say triple 20, triple 17, double tops.
3: There you go, mate. I mean, but it's one of those sports. It's all well and good talking about doing it, but actually hitting it. No no chance (laughs) (laughs) chance of doing it rather than knowing it. And uh, on this day um, throughout history, 2018, the Ballon d'Or, Um, In it was actually the first time, so Luka Modric won it, and it was the first time since 2007 that somebody other than Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo had won it. Norwegian striker Ada Hegerberg was the inaugural women's winner of that. That's a bit slow, isn't it? Only 2018 it took them to get up to speed with that. Thought it Mm -hmm. would come into effect. Here's an interesting one. 1997, Golden State Warriors. They terminate the contract of Latrell Spurwell. For 30, it was worth $32 million. Even back then, that was a lot of money. He had a fight with his coach where basically punched him and then tried to strangle the coach, right? This is in training. He got a 68 game suspension, right? But this wasn't, this bloke's got a serious track record, mate. Uh, Obviously, it wasn't his first violent incident. He had another fight with um, Jerome Kersey and apparently then came back to training with a gun. As you do. As you do, yeah. Have you ever seen White Men Can't Jump? No. you never seen White Men Can't Jump?
2: Rubbish. Even, I mean, I'm not a, I'm sure, not a movie. You've seen
3: White Men Can't Jump? Boys, that is your oh. homework.
2: <laughs> you no, they're re releasing even, it. Even I've Mate, they're re releasing it. I've don't watched much, but I've watched White Men Can't Mate, Jump. Mate,
3: go home and watch it. It is brilliant. It's Woody Harrelson. Um, and Wesley Snipes, yeah. and they basically go at you, and you can imagine there's a big race theme to it. But the two of them are very funny, and then in the end, they both they basically pair up as a doubles like street ball, and they're very very good. But yeah, it's a, it's absolutely brilliant. But there's a bit in that where they they basically go around and hustle on the courts. Um, it's up in I think it's up in California, uh, and there's one bit where the guys like. Um, uh, he's, they, they bet him $2,000 and he doesn't have $2,000. He's like, right, I'm going to go and get some more money. So he goes to his car, puts on a, a balaclava, <laughs> takes the gun out and goes to rob. This is like just just before the game to get more money so he can bet it. Um, and, yeah, basically goes to hold up the store and then puts on this voice. And then the guy he's robbing is actually his uncle. <laughs> and his uncle recognises him. And then he ends up taking off the mask and and then basically selling him the gun to try and get money to... to uh, I guess, fund his habit, you know, but very, very, very good. But yeah, but this guy, uh, yeah, had all sorts of, uh, all sorts of ones. And then another one, he had another scrap with another bloke. Like, why would you keep taking on a bloke like this? You know, that was in Mm. 97. This guy kept playing in the NBA till 2004. I don't even know why you (laughs) touch someone like that. Um, But um, yeah, And, and birthdays, obviously, Ozzy Osbourne.
4: Yeah, mate, he's the big... It's 75, 75 today. 75 today, yeah. He's yep. still alive and kicking. Yeah. Is, is it him who I've seen interviews of where he's just completely like... Oh, he's on out, a different
3: planet, mate. It. He used to like, eat, bite the head off bats on stage and stuff yeah, that like was, that. Yeah. Off his rocker. Yeah. And then, big one for yourself, Stephen Beaver Donald, obviously. New Zealand rugby union legend. He only got 25 caps, but... World Cup winner.
2: Yeah, well, whilst well, 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 he got bought out from Whitebait uh, Fishing. I told you he was going to come to Luxembourg, but he didn't. It was made it's a, a big fat lie. The um, like I told you,
4: you're a liar. The yeah. original jersey puller, Stephen Donald,
2: jersey
3: puller downer. Yeah, yeah.
4: Really? I mean, do you, you not really remember? Do you not remember his jersey? When, in, when oh,
2: that's right, because he was too tight. It, he, he didn't what, give was him it? the right size jersey Literally when he, he barely the got, World got Cup play. Final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many boat races have there been between Oxford and Cambridge? Well, if
3: we're going back rugby wise, I would say probably around 150.
2: You'd say about 150?
3: Yeah, you're going to tell me otherwise. No, but I'm going to tell
2: you about rowing, not rugby. Yeah, but I'm going to say it's probably I'd say the similar less. Thing, it? So it be like 100. Well, there's 168 in 193 right. years. Oh, gee! So it's older, very, very old. But and the women's boat race seventy-five times in ninety-four years, and coming back onto the onto the men's race, there's only ever been one draw, and that was in eighteen seventy, I think. Yeah. I think
3: that that's obviously logical. You know, the that it's gone on for more years because i imagine the Second World War and stuff like that would have prevented that's it. From right. being... COVID.
2: Mind you, do you reckon you keep no. two metre distancing? I think you could <laughs> <laughs> on a boat
3: race. Covid, that's thing of the past, isn't it? Anyway, Gilles, uh, thank you for listening to us. Uh, being for, so patient. Uh, rabbiting on. Uh, listen, it was, uh, to be honest, the first time we got you in, it was pretty special, you know, having our eyes opened about the world of of NASCAR. Um, yeah, I mean, give us a quick overview. If I give you 30 seconds to any of our listeners who, uh, who, are, who are enjoying your company for the first time, you know, what do you, what do you do for a living?
1: I'm um, like, yeah, racing racing cars. Really fast. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I give my best to do it uh, on a fast way. Um, driving NASCAR, I think uh, most of the people know NASCAR or at least they know the film Cars uh it's yeah driving lightning, in circles lightning say, yeah lightning mcqueen well, who that's would you who would
2: you be out of out, out of all of them if you had to out of cars which car yeah, would you for Light, sure. lightning McQueen? yeah for sure lightning yeah, McQueen. i will
1: not
3: uh, you yeah. just have to speak like this what do you call him <laughs> oh, isn't it yeah
4: wow yeah. <laughs> no but cars is about like that's my knowledge of of nascar that the film Cars like so I'm going into this completely blind there's going to be a it's, lot of stupid questions about NASCAR oh good, oh good. I, oh good. I'm very interested I haven't seen the the previous episodes with you on so I'm completely coming uh, you need uh, to I'm, get more prepared mate yeah, well. you come on.
3: <laughs> sorry Gilles I'll, uh, I'll throw you under the bus straight away tell me what the difference is between Formula 1 and NASCAR because those are arguably the two pinnacles of motorsport but they're two very very yeah, quite far I, apart, um, aren't they?
1: If you ask what's the same, I can answer nothing because it's actually nothing the same. Like we have no electricity, uh, no traction control, no ABS. Uh, we have uh, yeah close cars sitting on the left side, not in the middle. Um, yeah, I think we brake like a mile earlier than the Formula One cars, and then speed wise, I think we're quite quite close on the ro- on the ovals in America than uh, than the Formula Ones.
3: Because you get you get guys who. Will go from Formula One to NASCAR, but not yes. so much the other way, is it? It's a yeah, lot it's harder just, to go yeah, the other the, way.
1: Yeah, w- the the guys who just came into NASCAR, that they were they came for the road courses, so it's not not many guys come. And, uh, and the
0: money, obviously. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. I
1: think uh, the money's there now, and as a lot of people, oh, no, a lot of people don't know that it's uh, actually an American brand who bought the whole marketing things about formula 1 and uh, like Netflix and all those kind of things that's organized now by the Americans so and for short, Americans try to bring NASCAR and formula 1 a little bit together and they had huge success last year and the year before in America but uh, did yeah, you right see now, just just to
3: go off on a tangent as we always do did you see the the drama around the one in in Las Vegas where they were basically because obviously the cars are so low to the ground um, and part of it is like over the street course, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. it? And they're basically driving over the manhole yeah. covers, yeah. and that, they were popping up into the bottom of the mm. car. Like I, I don't understand. It just shows you how amateur it is that you know that, that that's not taken into co- consideration, though.
2: I tell you what, you get a few fans that'd be pretty peeved off because yeah, they paid a lot of money. Yeah, on the, yeah, flight, yeah, the, the first yeah, yeah. day, wasn't it? You'd be. Paved off if you're flying somewhere. I right? did not
4: give
3: yanks. Yanks yeah. love a lawsuit as well. Yeah, I
4: think there's some guy trying to <laughs> trying to do it all. What was yeah. that controversy with the? It was a few months ago now. It must have been about six months ago where the the one of the Formula One cars I think it crashed something and it was lifted off the track and exposed the underside of the car which had sort of some sort of, uh, you can probably explain it better than me, but basically some engineering aspects of the car which other teams didn't have or something. And obviously they just showed everyone on, on TV. Uh, you might know about the story. That's yes, right. I'm they, looking just,
1: across yeah, here. they just, left, yeah. very they interesting. just left, the, they left the car to just like even oh. later to put it on the on the trailer to bring it back. And so, yeah, the camera was actually just so under it. Supported. So, oh, so all the teams are putting on like, pause. Every, yeah, have where ever the down cross who, who came who,
3: who, who's But...
1: Um, I'd say if it was Red Bull, everyone would be like... Ooh. No, no, I think it was not Red Bull. I think... Uh, I don't remember.
2: I don't remember. I'd Mercedes I'm, and, and, and Red Bull had it on pause.
4: But that's crazy, isn't I it? you <laughs> just got your your but secret is your secret ingredient is live on TV. <laughs> yeah. That is
3: surely someone's all, got all the, all <laughs> the other teams
4: that's sitting there taking notes of like what's
3: going on. Surely someone's gone to the next step this time now. Now puts a cover onto it, and the next time the yeah. car flips over, it says something like, "Ha ha!" Yeah, I thought you'd get a good look at this this time, didn't you? <laughs> what
1: are you looking at?
3: Yeah, exactly. Um, so let's. Uh, you, are you doing the Euro
1: NASCAR? Yes. Do you do that in the summer. Yeah, this this year I did a, again a full season in Euro NASCAR. And up on p3 and overall so actually was oh, was okay nice. and now next year how many year, races how many races um it's the seven events with uh, 14 races like this year what 12 races and next year will be 14 so okay. euronaska is still growing we got a lot of attention now in america so america start pushing euronaska more with uh, even like with TV time and all those kind of is, things.
3: is it something that's going to evolve because you see a lot I'll use the NFL or, or the bar or the NBA for example where you've got obviously what is an American sport but they come over to they you know in London these NFL games mm-hmm. are quite big is that something that your own yeah, national yeah, I yeah. might
1: do go over to America yeah and they do it like on, on both ways like for us it gets easier and easier to, to go over. And, um, yeah, also for Americans, they came over and raced against us. So for us, it's always good also for promotion-wise uh, to have the Americans following Euronesca. So right. when, when, do you, when do you hope to head back out to the, oh, the States? I will go on a 6th January. We'll have the r- first race in America, in Florida. Yeah. And then, uh, f- yeah, finally, I can do my first uh, rookie test at Daytona at the big track. So it's actually, um, you have to do rookie tests, you have to be uh, um, in the top 40 drivers, and then you get, like, the license to go on the big tracks, like Daytona, Phoenix, Talladega, all those tracks. But you have to, you have to be in the, <laughs> the 40 fastest, uh, yeah. So how many, how many people are going to... Oh, I don't know there. Like, people who wanted to do, like, not wanted to do it, but, like, looking for it hundreds, and then at the end would be maybe, like, 60 to 70 people really on that On that test, and then yeah, but
3: sorry, just to jump in there, and let's be clear, that's not actually including all the NASCAR drivers. That's there's obviously the guys who are already established, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, to to get up to that,
1: a lot of drivers they sit there, they just take it as a practice, and then people like me coming from Europe, um, I will be the only one. So it's uh, actually tough because the Daytona, you have to, to do the drafts, like, so you have to have people pushing you or just like having, driving in front of you to cut, to cut the wind a little bit. So you have to already now find a strategy to find other teams to work together because when you just drive on your own, you will never get a good lap time. And it's and actually these tough.
2: guys really go up the ass of someone else, right? I you, mean, ha- yeah. They, yeah, you have, <laughs> to. No, you there have is, to. There is no such thing as break time. Yeah. I've seen some wonderful pileups. I've watched a little bit of the uh, street circuit in Australia, mm-hmm. like the Bathurst. Oh yeah, that's and, yeah. mate. Yeah. These guys and these guys are that's literally crazy. flying yeah. off the curbs and stuff. Yeah. I think there's one yeah, yeah. guy, um, yeah, and Van Gisenberg, I think he is a, a Kiwi fellow. That yeah, does he was also well.
1: in America this year, and he won actually. He won first time in NASCAR in a road course was Chicago. And he won. So the two so, are
2: quite different, are they? The street circuit versus the track yeah, yeah. circuits must yeah, yeah. be significant. But it's it's oh, a the different car, Actually, make it entertaining as well. Yeah,
1: it looks the same from the outside, but like inside, chassis-wise and tire-wise, it's completely another and car. And it's always Do
3: you always go round, and you try to always left. go
1: left. Yeah, oh, if okay. you go right, that's then you're something. in a pileup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but <as laughs> a lot of people don't know actually. Everyone was thinking, oh, they go left, so we have to steer left. But you steer the most of the time to the right. So it's always... Is that you're you going, yeah, you going
2: against G-forces? To- yeah, against
1: G-forces. And it, if you look at, like, in slow motion, it's actually like a long, long soft drift. So you're steering actually always just to so, the outside. So
4: which arm is bigger? Which
1: arm is better. Well, that's what bigger. I was going to say. So does that mean if you're... Because
3: obviously you're fighting against it so does that mean your core is better on your right hand side as opposed to your left you know because yeah
1: <laughs> i don't know actually like yeah for sure when i come out of the ovals, like my neck always it's the left side because it's just like trying to bring it back to the to the center yeah. and at one point uh, yeah you're just happy to put the helmet against the seat and just uh, I've
2: got a question from my daughter she said do you get do you get dizzy
1: oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah like no no really sometimes I when really you get dizzy when you, like,
2: when you walk out you kind of just
1: yeah, no, walking <laughs> no, no, dizzy. that comes with the heat. That's really sometimes if you don't really manage like the, um, the food before and uh, the to water to the, um, yeah. i I remember when I was in America, like my first race, I was there with my apple, my water and I had my coach. Everyone was prepared and I had like all the people standing there to jump in a car all with chips. And I say, come on, it's not an American thing. Everyone <laughs> They're
0: all sporty people.
1: And then I was like coming out of the car completely dizzy. I was like completely. Dizzy. I say, "Hey, what's probably say? Did you saw the other ones with the chips?" I say, "Yeah, it's not serious. You cannot eat chips." They say that's what you need. Those come the electrolytes, the salt to stay. This, so is, you why, need, this, you know, this is why they, they do the NASCAR time. so yeah. they can eat chips. Yeah. yeah, they got cheap. an excuse
4: to eat chips. <laughs> but <laughs> sometimes <laughs> but maybe I'll do
1: dust, That's
2: really interesting. I did not think I, I, I was going to say no, uh, no, Harriet. They're not going to get. Um, you're not going to get dizzy, yeah. but, you're, but you're doing it. What sort of G force Like what sort of what is the amount of G force that you, you would? be experiencing right
1: now we are like three point something but if you go like on the big tracks and you're like really like really taking the banking like bristol it's like high banking i'm pretty sure you go over four. like not for a long time it's always like i mean it's not not
3: quite up there with maverick in Top gun, <laughs> you know,
1: they got But still, it's It's, yeah, it's, it's not for a long car. time. I <laughs> think <laughs> Formula One is even higher. I think like Formula One on breaking points, like the the G force is higher I don't know. And how going how so
2: going around left all the time, you must have like one big muscle on your neck. Yeah, going. yeah
1: it's yeah, yeah. Like the left, the, the left, the left is side is like <laughs> stronger. To, yeah, but at one point you just put the helmet against, the, yeah, and the, then uh, yeah. Uh, but you it cannot do it for too long because at one point if you're coming back to the little straight, yeah, you feel your eyes are just like shaking. So it's not. Yeah,
3: obviously this is about the the this sports show is about trying to educate people
1: (laughs) well I'll tell you what there's an education right now that's for sure eat chips when you're going to go nesca driving how, how
2: long
3: how long do you tend to be in the car for you know.
1: uh, right now in Europe 45 to 50 minutes okay. that's quite okay
3: And then if you were in, you know if you were at, at the big boys table one and, and
1: a half up to two hours depends on the race okay. and the, the crashes but like the big races where I'm still not able to, to drive because of the, the license they are up to four hours sometimes really? even more.
3: So you know obviously we, we've no doubt you're going to get that license uh, for next year. How long will that last? Like uh, do you have yeah, to renew one it year, one year, oh, and okay. then
1: and I come there because of my result now in in Euro-NASCA, So it okay. makes me makes much easier to enter. So the guy so you finished third this year, as you said. Yes.
3: So the guys who finished first and second are yeah. they also going no. over?
1: No, they don't need to. They just are concentrate on, on Euro the and they just want to be the best here. So because oh, okay. the Americans, it's another it's another competition. Like coming there, it's like. Yeah. We said this before. They'll be
2: like to say you race NASCAR in the states. I mean, what a yeah, what a, I mean, what an accolade. I mean, what a I, I can
1: tell
3: you. This it's fun that, right there now there's that guy, that guy, that <laughs> guy, that guy from yeah, Germany, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, The guy from Germany. yeah.
1: But our our uh, Corona time was was good. I was since there was always the guy from Germany, and then everyone knew Luxembourg at one point. So okay, maybe, yeah not in our favor that everyone knows Luxembourg now has heard of uh, Europe was, uh, yeah. is in big trouble and, and blah 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 so I said okay now at least you know where Luxembourg is it's not Germany yeah. Yeah. and how, how, say, so, how, how do you get say.
4: into NASCAR in, in, in Luxembourg like I mean, I, I mentioned earlier today, I was talking to someone, I was like, yeah, we're getting a NASCAR
1: guest. And he was like,
4: NASCAR Luxembourg. Yeah. I don't think we have NASCAR. I was like, yeah, I don't think we do either.
1: How do you, how, what got you into to I was, NASCAR? I was a little lucky 2017. So there was an Italian German manager took me uh, to a test in Italy with with uh, an italian team and it was a a rainy day so yeah i love to to drive in the rain so oh maybe we will not do the test it's not good it's raining first time in the car without any assistance so maybe we do another day so okay no let me race let me try it in the rain if i can do good in the rain so you know that i'm good in the dry and i was faster than their drivers and then yeah immediately like even after two hours the boss told me hey let's go eat some pasta and uh (laughs) Yeah. Sounds
4: like a, a Netflix. Uh, yeah, it is.
3: I, no, I was going to get onto this, but if you're driving for two hours, obviously, as I say in Luxembourg, sometimes you might have to go pee pee or kakamachen, You know, <laughs> yeah. when, you, when you're driving, how Krak do you how, how do you how do you go? Do you do you wear a big pair of pants? Yeah, no, just,
1: no, no. You you just try to really be good on uh, salt and electrolytes. If not, you you have no chance. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I'm so lucky that I never had it, but I know so many people. Oh,
2: really? It's I mean, that's kind of one I mean, of the last uh, mate, the things last you do th- before you get in the car. Probably the last <laughs> time I drove back <laughs> from Charlotte. As you go Charlotte for a yeah, <laughs> It's <right, that's laughs> one of the last things. If you're going on a road trip, you go on a peepee. If there's any <laughs> aspiring uh, young athletes, in fact, I have got an aspiring young athlete who I'm going to put you in contact with, uh, Benjamin uh, Munnock, and uh, he's aspiring to be it. So I'm definitely going to put you in contact if yes. you if, if you don't mind. And I hope he's listening to the show. We're going to talk about take chips with you in the car, make sure you do your pee-pee-mucking before, before you get in. Before you get mucking. in,
3: yeah, obviously. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but I mean, I'm just talking about driving back from Charlois Airport, you know, two hours, that's a long slog and you are, you do that and you are flying into the... Uh,
1: but there you have time to think. <laughs> and as long as you don't think, you yeah. don't need to go to trial it. Ah, there you go. The adrenaline
3: uh, takes over. Yeah, yeah. Is it, yeah. is it, are there times when it is, I don't want to say scary, but it is like, you know, I guess it's hard it for us to relate, to man.
2: man. See how close those guys are up, up the... Yeah, but what, I mean, they're the, literally the point, touching the car and the You the have front,
3: to touch the car. The point I'm getting at is if you're driving you're driving in your own car and sometimes you'll go quick and then you look down and you'll be like, calm down, big boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, are you ever, are there? you know, when you're driving around, you just, are you always relaxed? Or? Yeah, yeah, super relaxed. Yeah.
1: I think you are, you are in a focus and also because every car has the same speed. So it always looks fast. Like if you're driving on a normal road, you have some things to calculate how fast you are and you even see your speed. We don't see our speed. But if you have like the whole field running together 250, 260, even a crash. Do you have Do you have, do you have a, like a
3: mental coach at the moment? What? Yeah. Do you have like a mental coach? Yeah, to yeah. Help yeah. You? Oh, you yeah, do. This is the same. Scott was going to put cause, himself cause forward because you're going to need it, mate. When we play squash next week, I am going to get under your skin. Something serious, <laughs> mate. Um,
2: it's called sledging. Just yeah, um, any sledging happen in 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 NASCAR driving. So, do you mean you give it a little bit of yeah, chirping you, yeah for away? sure. You try
1: be, get out the fast, car, hit him with the helmet. Yeah, no, you you play a lot of you play a lot of games. Like even like when the like when we go up, like warm up lap to heat up the tires. For me, I do it like quite every time. Just like give the one in front just a little touch, and he's already. You bit see of, already yeah. in the mirror that yeah. he's looking. But <laughs> but it's, not, it's, 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 it's like, like really
3: the one. From, no, no, uh, I'm really engaged. From from years ago, you had uh, obviously Mike Mike Schumacher and um, David Coulthard, and those two hated each other. And there's one in. I think it was in 98. Where is it? Where do they race in Belgium? Is it Spa? Spa, Some yeah. The, uh, mm-hmm. And it was absolutely hosing it down, and Schumacher's come around, clicked, and smashed into the back room. his He's livid at Coulthard. basically storms down the pit, but Coulthard's a, a big bloke, and basically just goes, get out, mate. Um, and the two of them are sort of pulled apart. Nothing happened. But then anytime time any of them would pass each other, Coulthard would just be like that, out the, out the okay. cockpit to him. I love that it's sort got, of stuff. It's
2: quite a, yeah, it's quite a lot of rivalries, and uh, I mean Lewis Hamilton does does a good job at getting a few rivalries, doesn't he? He's um, is it Rosberg? He didn't like that. Uh, Nico Nico Rosberg, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, and it's quite interesting because now Rosberg is doing doing a lot of the the interviewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they can still see there's a little, bit, a little bit of tension. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes Nick
1: goes, I'll, go, "I'll go and ask him this question, yeah, yeah. shall I?" Yeah. But <laughs> you need that in every spot. I think it's oh, always except, like it's part of selling the game. Selling yeah, yeah, the game yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, it's like boxing and stuff. That's all it. Yeah, a lot of it is if they can have a bit of a row. I wonder do they. You know, because a lot of them know each other quite well, so a lot of it is sort of you know fabricated, made up, mm-hmm. and it's just like, yeah, right. Well, this is the plan. <laughs> so, yeah,
2: well,
3: if you come in, you 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 throw the table, and that that will get the people going. So you said you're obviously off on the on the sixth of Jan. How long do you expect to be out in the states for?
1: 10, 10 to fifteen days. So okay. I will drive one one race on the sixth, and yeah. then just jump uh, over and drive to to Daytona, and then do the two days rookie test, and uh, hopefully. Yeah, I will get the turn, result turn, I need. and some heads. Well, we'll be watching yeah. uh, eagerly no, to most, see how that goes. And then, We're
2: sharing your stuff. I know you're yeah, brilliant yeah. on um, social media. Thank you. We, we try and push out as much as we can, but follow Jill because he's got some... He's yeah, got absolutely. Good, crack on there. So
3: after that first... I'm not going to call it holiday because it is work. But you're, uh, <laughs> you're obviously over, that, over there for that first stint and then you'll come back and then I guess the next step is dependent on your performance
1: I guess yeah yeah the performance the what makes it a little difficult for me like actually with the with the rookie test if I'm in the 41st drivers so I could actually do the Daytona 200 so you have to do Daytona 500 and just the day before is Daytona 200 and uh, the problem is you have to prepare a thing like sponsorize so right now for me was very difficult to get sponsors because they say yeah there is a chance but if you are not in the top 40 we have like the budget and that has to go to so many people's to to get the budget to to race, and then you don't make it into the top forty. So for them, it's it's a risk. Yeah, yeah. No. So I have to be now in the top forty to get next year the funds for the Daytona two hundred.
3: Like obviously, uh, let, let's cut to the chase here. You know, when you're, you know, this time next year, and you're racing at the Daytona five hundred, and you're you're putting together your your team. You know of yeah. you know your mechanics or your, <laughs> your sports psychologist or uh, maybe your personal trainer I don't know if we were part of your team what sort of role would you like assign Nathan myself and Anton you know but what what, what, roles, you,
4: what roles are there That's yeah. the thing I, I don't even know for, yeah. for NASCAR how many how many make up your your team? You
2: just do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> j- you be, be the jack, right? You, yeah. you have to lift the car up. And- <laughs> no, it's I,
1: I actually have a big team. Like uh, the whole team, it's like even Euronaska, we have forty to sixty people. Like, really, everything working wow. together. Like even people who don't come to the track, but uh, like real working on a car will be like six to seven. Like one, one with the fuel, then one with the jack, and then always two on on each side for for tyres but I think you would be all good around the car so yeah, I would yeah. see you I think uh, you're, you're on you, you,
2: you're all carrying the wheels in and out of the I'll shed tell you mate. What, it's what you I
1: wouldn't are. be carrying them I'd be bouncing
3: them i get bored <laughs> quite easily yeah? um, but it's, it's interesting as you say because I think that's the nature of these you know they are individual sports but you are massively reliant on a you know, a a team in the background that helps you out. And there's guys who, you know, are are all parts of these teams, even like football or any sport in the world these days, these guys who do all the analysis and stuff like that, who are never actually at the track, but are still obviously a massive part of, uh, of what you're doing.
2: This has got me thinking. Recently, or recently, probably about 12 months ago, Scott and myself went to Beaufort to do the ice hockey... What was it? Chuck the puck, wasn't it? What do they call it? Drop the puck. Drop the puck. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> he, almost dri- he almost chucked the puck because he, he, he took his toms on.
3: Really <laughs> he took the toms off. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: <laughs> yeah, it was a bit slippery for old Simon over here. But I could call we, we right. were fortunate enough to go in pre-match into their changing rooms, Okay, which was a wonderful setup. But boy, did it honk. That ice hockey gear stunk. Now, if you're in that car and you're... Well, I'd be bricking it myself There's some, That's something else But you're sweating Plus you got the fumes of just de- I mean, Not diesel, but um, I guess racing fuel it's a, cause Racing fuel it's, it's ra- uh, Plus, it's a race. Robo- yeah. you must I mean, look at this yeah, so you yeah, Don't yeah. get anyone He's arguably the best dressed <laughs> athlete Apart from yourself He's certainly the best dressed <laughs> athlete We've ever had on the show <laughs> uh, Who else would give him a good run? I think Julian gives it him a good run, doesn't he? Julian, Julian, something. Yeah, serious. I do. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No, my my shirt, shirt was pretty good. Uh, couple of weeks, a couple weeks. Yeah, your weeks shirt ago. was very good, but you certainly
1: not as best dressed as yeah. you. You must stink well, last week in that car. Yeah, 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 yeah. After it, for sure. Even you get the oil and all those kind of things. Like one game that we like to play also is on the start. Sometimes when you we have the exhaust on the right side, so even if you're standing like next to the to the car. You just put that exhaust, you just let it go, <laughs> and you know that he's sitting in the car with the helmet closed. He will not, but, not survive uh, that not survive with that. Yeah, but that's but, after, for sure,
2: yeah. And so, yeah. how do you, so what what have you you, you you can wash your
1: leathers or what, what happens? Yeah, yeah, you, you have, have to. Yeah. You have to, because it just yeah, that yeah, much. Yeah, for sure, yeah. The best is when you come home and it uh, smells. Uh, Champagne because yeah, then because you, were, yeah. you had a good result, <laughs> yeah. but for well, all the rest, you wanted to come home, but sticky. <laughs> well, just yeah. just just kicking on from that. Obviously,
3: a, a lot of these, a lot of sports these days do have traditions. Which is the one where you have to drink the the big can of milk if you win it. Can of milk? There's one a yeah, can, yeah, of yeah. big bottle of milk. Mm-hmm. If you win it, you get. a Google it. Google what Google big bottle. Yeah, yeah of milk.
1: yeah. I did. I have no clue. That's awkward. I'm gonna we
2: have about. a race in New Zealand called the Undie 500. Okay. 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 it uh, go with this? It's so called the Indy 500, <laughs> um, and it goes between uh, Dunedin and Christchurch. So it is uh, a Ca- uh, University of Indy Category. 500.
0: Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure. Sorry I, uh, to
0: interrupt I have
3: you there. Yeah. Yeah. I just typed in Win NASCAR Milk, and
0: this <laughs> yeah, is what yeah, it I have came to know. So
1: that actually. So Indy yeah. 500.
3: Yeah. Um, so wait, there. the American dare is three. I'm um, so 400.
2: While you're researching, I'm going to come back to the Undy 500. Mm -hmm. But this is uh, because you have to purchase a car under 500 New Zealand dollars. Okay, cool. And you have to get it, that car still has to survive its journey from Dunedin to Christchurch, which is about, I think, oh, I don't know, two and a half, three hours. Okay. But you have drinking stops along the way. Okay. Obviously, these days we're a little bit more sensitive than sure yeah. what, it, what it what it used to, <laughs> used to be, but some of the, uh, the obviously the vehicles they get all uh, they they get made up and presented yeah. still goes to this day. It attracts um, up to about 150 uh, punters <laughs> taking part in the in the Indy 500. Where are we with the Indy 500, my friend, and drinking okay, milk? Okay,
3: here are, here are your stats. So this came around in the 24th Indy 500 in 1936, where the winner got four hundred dollars mm-hmm. okay the chief mechanic got fifty dollars and then you also get a um yeah you, you you basically get a big jug of milk but what's really interesting is this glass or this this you know it's like old school I don't know if you know when you here in Luxembourg can you still get milk delivered? I don't think so I because think it was I a big. It, it, used it used to it be. It, it was a big thing in the UK yeah. where you'd get the two glass. Mm-hmm. You know the milkman. Yeah. I have heard boys come from a night out and steal the milkman's float, but we <laughs> <laughs> will not get into that story for now. Um, and um, yeah, this um, yeah, this it, it's like a. I guess I don't want to call it a pint because it's bigger than that. I think it's like two pints of milk, but they actually have like this is the one I've got it up here. So it's called. You know, like the uh, so the American Dairy Association of Indiana, that's what it says on it. The winners drink milk, yeah, and that's what you get given, and that's why you see the picture of them being like like that. I think the salt shaker. They're not doing that one, you know. But yeah, so there you go. The, ah. the best, the
2: the best finished, is a guy that I'm looking at right now, Scott Dixon, another New Zealand, mm-hmm. clearly a t- New Zealander. You can clearly tell where I'm from. He's finished first in two hundred three, two 18 and twenty twenty. Do you know that guy? Have you met him? Scott Dixon. Not yet, no. Age 43, lives in Brisbane and Cross. He's known as the Iceman. He's raced 346 uh, races over a 21 year period. What
3: would your. It's
2: pretty good. He's, if, a, he's clearly won, probably one of New Zealand's best athletes. If
3: you won uh, the Indy 500, your nickname would have to be the Milkman, wouldn't it? Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, okay, it's <that's> pretty it. <laughs> makes, just, that makes I sense. I've just done some research while we're on the topic of milk and um, <laughs> it reminded me of So uh, Gloucester, an English uh, professional rugby club, they have an initiation for new players. And the initiation is they've got to down eight pints of milk in Jesus. 20 minutes. And they have to keep it down by the end of the 20 minutes if they can even get it down them in 20 eight minutes. Eight pints
2: in 20 minutes impossible. You wouldn't even be able to do eight uh, pints of water. Yeah.
4: You would have thought it's impossible. But um, there was a rugby, similar show to us, except, you know, not as good, obviously. They actually tried it. So it was some, some ex-players and some pundits, whatever. They tried doing it on the show. I think it was during COVID or whatever. It's if you've not seen it, it's um, I think it's the rugby uh, offload rugby uh, show. It's so funny. I think one of them does complete it. He does all eight pints. One of them ends up just th- throughout his nose, his mouth, milk everywhere. He's sitting because it's during COVID, so he's at home on the couch. The kids running around.
3: How the excited background. he's getting! <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: No, and he just he's just there, like crying, laughing, throwing up milk into a bucket in his living room while on a, on a on a show. It's so good. But um, if you don't complete it or you fail they like the shortest setting on the razor and you've got to go complete uh shave all your hair off
3: rightly so like yeah. a la, la nathan yeah. if you yeah. just yeah. look like you've just <laughs> had a trim actually <laughs> yeah, yeah, it? It was,
4: uh, yeah haircut day on a sunday mate nice
2: yeah, nice. yeah um, it's free at my house
3: as well yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> free trims jill absolute pleasure um we're gonna hopefully come back to you again at the end of the show here we've got a few hot topics in yeah. uh in, I in international if it's,
2: i want mullet a m- a we mustache, asked you before. And, we've and, done no, that before, but I've, but I've forgotten. And I want to know if he's milk or champagne.
3: Yeah, if you win like a race, you have to go full redneck. You know, the handlebar, <laughs> and then like the long.
2: <laughs> with NASCAR, that's what they love. That and And yeah, in yeah, Austra- diesel, yeah, in Australia sure. land yes. and New Zealand land, they love a good mullet of those. The diesel heads, the 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 NASCAR drivers. Yeah, I don't think we call it. NAS, we don't call it NASCAR. What do we call it? The street circuit, Bathurst. We call it the. Oh, David Harrison is going to kill me. It used to be Ford versus Holden, it used to be Ford versus Holden, but Holden stopped uh, making the cars, so only Ford make these cars now. You two the can V8s. continue this conversation. Oh, I, love it. Later. I love it. I'm with you. I'm here, with you. Um,
3: I guess a uh, big big one is that Logan Sargent has um, has been uh, retained by Williams. So the uh, the 2024 F1 grid is now set for Stappen and Perez, obviously at Bull. Uh, Red Bull, sorry, a bull. A bull. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, George Russell stay at Mercedes, Charles Leclerc Carlos Science at Ferrari, Lando Norris and Oscar Pistari Pistri Piastri, sorry. Uh at McLaren, Fernando Alonso and Lance Stroll staying at Aston Martin. Ocon and Gasly are staying at Alpine. Albon and a sergeant, obviously at Williams uh, to Sonoda and Ricardo at AlphaTauri. Okay, so Ricardo's Alpha back Romeo. in the mix permanently. Yeah, then. yeah. Mm. Uh, Bottas and I'm going for Zhou uh Alpha Romeo, and then Magnuson and Nico Hulkenberg. So, so no. they won't
2: ch- they won't change. There's no buying well, that's and selling
3: set, of that uh, set. That's done d- done deal, isn't it? So guys, quickly, when does it start up again? March is it? No clue. They don't get they don't get long off. I think uh, they were Australia cricket, I think the first cricket one. Australia um New Zealand have uh, obviously gone down uh to, to Bangladesh, Tejil to Islam took ten wickets in the match. Um, he came six for 75 in the second innings. New Zealand were dismissed uh, for one hundred and eighty-one, um, 150 runs short, and it's only their second ever test win against New Zealand. The Adelaide Strikers beat the Brisbane Heat in the Women's Big Bash League. It was the um, final, um, yeah, wasn't it? It was. The Strikers reached 125 for five from their 20, um, and then they managed to limit the Heat to 122 for eight. Um, and here's an interesting one. There were no capped England players playing in the final because they've all left to mm. go and uh, join up well, with the test be... team. Do you not well, think that's well, odd? Uh, you, uh, you be livid?
2: There's so many odd things in cricket. One of this, is uh, there's too much cricket.
3: Wouldn't you be livid if you're if you're paying big you. bucks for players but they're not here for the business part, end of the there's tournament?
2: There's obviously the, the contract, and I'm sure they're not getting paid to... Yeah, it's just it's bums on seats in that game. I, I, I'm a big fan of the Big Bash League. I, I like watching. It's
3: good to see the uh, women. I really like the women's uh, yeah. still attracting lots of attention there. Yeah, very much. so. Um, the RFU, very very interesting. Obviously, we're all rugger meatheads here, Jill. Um, but there's been a big thing in in the professional game in the UK where three clubs, three big clubs, have gone into administration and and gone bankrupt. But the the governing body. If you like, which has oversight over all of these professional clubs, has announced that they have over 120 million pounds in reserves. Right? Is
4: that, that, is that much, though?
3: Well, it's enough to oh, bail out these clubs, you know, because these clubs are only sort of 12, 15 yeah. million pounds I mean, in do, debt.
4: It does say, though, there is 11 million. They made 11 million less than they did in 2021, 2022. It's true. It's so true. Like, But still, uh, yes, yes, profit, but. You know, a lot less profit. But you know, yeah. if
3: you're, if you, you, you've got to look at the, you've got to look at the state of the game in the, well, in England, well, and then I also watched. you've got their, their, their CEO. His salary's gone up. What's head honcho? What's head honcho of the RFU on at the moment? Half a oh, million. Be, yeah, beyond four, five hundred, six pounds.
4: Yikes.
2: Well, if it does it
3: deserve that, I'm 112. One 12, as 12, as 12, I say, we're going to have Mr. Perez join us in a second for the BGL League update. But on another one, I asked you at the start how do you cheat? In an ultra marathon, this is how you cheat. Ultra marathon runner Josia Zagarewski has been banned for 12 months by UK Athletics for using a car in a race. Well done, my <laughs> man. I was right. <laughs> but what I will say is this isn't just some Joe blogs. This is a high level athlete who's done this. So she accepted the medal and the trophy for finishing third in the 2023 GB Ultra Manchester to Liverpool. It's a 50 mile race in April. Um, tracking information let's show she travelled by car for about two and a half half miles before continuing the race she claimed she told the officials that she finished the race in a non-competitive way Uh, the claimant had collected the trophy at the end of the race um um, and everyone says she should not have done so if she was completing the race on a non-competitive basis uh she didn't receive the she didn't seek to uh, return the trophy um, at all during the following week, but she's actually like a real high-level athlete. She's um, she's obviously from uh, from Scotland. She now lives in Sydney uh, in Australia. She's gone back with her tail between her legs. In 2020, age 44, she won a 24-hour event in Australia with a distance of 236 kilometres. Um, and she's also uh, set a number of records, including the Scottish 24-hour record, the British 200K record, and the Scottish 100 miles record we joke around it speaking of which i do remember us driving back from training one day and a couple of the lads were taking ages on the fitness who so picked them up in the car and then dropped them to the rugby club but that's a bit different you know
4: i was just this reminded me of wasn't there was it the one of the marathons in america where um a woman basically just sort of snuck out from the 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 main Road or whatever, and then just sort of cut back in, or got you got the tube, or or the underground, or whatever it was. I do, I do, and then just sort of went in, you know, a kilometer before the end and walked in. And everyone was like, What's What's good? You're about 15 minutes early, miss, (laughs) you know, and then accepted a medal.
3: Well, Mr. Perez, let's keep it short and sweet. Bayern, did they play today? Did they win? this weekend no
0: because the game got cancelled because of too much snow in Munich Ooh. I think they've got did you a regular the snow there did you yeah, see the yeah, airports yeah, in surprised.
4: Munich was mad yeah I saw it, it was probably planes well, all over I saw over the one
3: the- that
0: someone's private <laughs> jet not that you care about it
3: tipped over on its side yeah. or something like that I know uh, you're going to talk about BGL League but I know you're going to talk about the horrendous draw that you know Luxembourg uh, potentially have if they were man. able to qualify for the Euros but let's get into
0: BGL League what you got you want me to start with the Bejianic? Let's start with the Bejianic because last Wednesday two risky little games were played. Mondov beat Rosport 2-0 and Meersh crushed Jonas Esch 4-1 with a hat-trick for Benny Brash. He's a leading goal scorer with 13 goals in 13 games including seven penalties. Portuguese have Penaldo, Argentinas have Pessi. We've got Penny Brash. No, Rowis, this isn't a criticism. Because penalties uh, count as well as goals. And it's not that easy to score them. Because talking about my own experiences, we were, we once participated to a penalty tournament. And for example, for my seven tries, I missed three of them. That's a good example why penalties are not that easy to score. Anyway, going over to the games that are gone... That- got played this weekend with Racing climbing up in the table to the 5th place after their 4-0 win against Monterish some will say what? like they played relegation for, like 2 weeks ago but if you look closely at not the class more, but the table uh, you will see that between the 5th place and the thir- 13th place you've got only 4 points difference so, so you're c- close close to so the top eh? you can be on the top of the table you just lose 2 games you're at the bottom again or on the other way. You're at the bottom, you win two games, and you you climb up. Um yeah, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. So you can no, sorry, I, I've missed myself in my notes. Anyway, Devils saves Hasprons a point as they he's caught the late 2-2 equaliser against Mersh. The game between jeunesse agent Petanche ends goalless. De beats Nidalkon in the Derby 3-1. Didelange stays right behind them as they showed no problems against Rospor, winning 3-0. Strassen ends their 8 winless streak games against Schifflange as they won 1-0, thanks to Nicolas Perez. Mondorf beats Wils-Tournil and Kersheng wins the relegation duel against Fola 2-1. Uh, we've got the table with Defeydansk on the first place with 32 points. Then we've got Dudelange with 29. Uh, followed by Hesprange who dropped points and they're still with 25 points in the top 3. On the fourth with Nilokon with 23. Behind them Rassing with 20. Peton with 19. Uh, behind them Wils with 19 as well then Strasse Mondorf on the 10th with Mariska Mersch Rosbach, Schifflange. under relegation uh, players we has got Moneridge and Kerzing and then in the last two places both Esch uh, clubs Jeunesse and Fola what about Hustart no I'm only oh, joking I'm, I, on. I, I want to talk about them want, I don't know if you've seen uh, Hustart play this weekend I, I
3: wasn't there, sorry, I must have missed
0: that. And not, no, you haven't seen the news? No. Nope. Uh, but I have some interesting games of the weekend in the lower leagues. We've got Hostad showed a disastrous performance against Betonbou as they lost 7 0. And after that, the club apologised to the fans on social media. In the third division, you've got young Linster smashing Luna Ubacon 9 2. Uh, fun fact nine different players scored for the winning team, while the same player scored both goals for Oberkon. That's some fun fact. There
3: you go, that's pub quiz knowledge right there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Bergen finally gets back in shape as they crossed Voidar 6 1. The fight for promotion in the Ehren promotion, Ehren promotion promises a lot of excitement and suspense uh, because you've got a lot of teams fighting. You've got Ostad, you've got uh, Rumelange, you've got Bettenborg, Bergen, a lot of teams. Sorry about oh, that.
3: Listen, <laughs> stop being dramatic. huh? You, you want to give me a heart attack? Right? I believe the word is actually Guzuntai. Okay, this is what you should say. It's not scream. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that.
0: Uh You talked about? No, he's
4: not. He's not sorry at all. <laughs>
0: I'm not leaving. You've, you've got, you, yeah. The Euro 2024 draw yesterday. Um, and we know, we now know the groups. If Luxembourg manages to qualify through the playoffs, the group in the group is Turkey, Czech Republic, and surprise, yeah, you guessed it, Portugal. I swear, I, I, the, I,
4: I can't anymore. I, there's no. got to be some sort of behind the scenes <laughs> political reason for this. Of course,
3: like, it's every, all corrupt like FIFA. Like there's some <laughs> backhand on there or something,
0: I swear, you know. Always Portugal. I can't. I don't want to see again 9-0-6 no please please leave us alone I know Portugal like yeah. as Cristiano Ronaldo likes so us. please leave us alone with them we want to play against other teams we want <laughs> San Marino please no no no, not for, not for now against them we, we love San Marino I love San Marino
3: but I mean it's going to be quiet now until the 26th yeah, of yeah, March yeah. which is when that, that playoff day and that's going to be in Georgia isn't it yeah
0: some, uh, some how is it uh, some information maybe you've missed about we've got uh, for Georgia Kvishakvareskelia we we've been missing this game because of suspension and as well as Danel Zinani, we've got a red card against Liechtenstein so both teams uh, will miss a star player but I think it's gonna be more hurtful for Georgia because Kvareskelia is like the star of the team but they've got a pretty strong team as well it's not they're not like they're not there where they are. For nothing, you know.
3: And I mean, it's not you know, it's not going to be a couple of thousand people wherever that game's played in Georgia. I think it'll be absolutely rammed there. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. Luxembourg
0: you, 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 you send a
4: bunch of ultras over to watch the game. <laughs> sure
3: true. <sure, sure. laughs> Spe- speaking at speaking of which, what happened to the women's at the weekend? There, they were oh, two 0 up.
0: Nah, nah, bro. What happened?
3: And uh, legend of the show, Amy Thompson, I know, scored, and they were two 0 up at half time and they lost four two.
0: And I've got a story. Be- uh, not the reason, but I've got yeah. There's a story behind it. We're talking about the Nations League uh, game between the women's teams of Georgia and Luxembourg and after 44 minutes, the Red-Linuses were leading 2-0 thanks to Andrea Machado and Amy Thompson, who were the goal scorers. Until there, everything, you know, seems alright. Um, but a few minutes before halftime, the game got interrupted because the lights of the stadium just suddenly turned off. A technical problem while your team is leading was it, was it
4: here or in, in Georgia it was in Georgia All oh, right. A
0: technical problem while your team is losing <laughs> strategical
4: <too
0: little. laughs> for me it seems a little bit suspicious yeah like I can't believe, that's village, isn't it? Yeah,
4: that is very. That's very rugby. That is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it reminds me. I've like, right. definitely played in games where I'm like, God, I wish the lights would go off it, here. You know, it
4: happened in sorry, just a, the the. I think England were playing France for like a Six Nations decider, and the I think the lights went off, and it took so long for the lights to come back on yeah, that yeah. they abandoned the match, and England were ahead. Five, one, two—I'm not sure how many points—and they abandoned the match. and It was obviously a big controversy because France yeah. were like, "Oh, we would, we would have won that,"
0: and England, like, we were ahead. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, just because the lights went out. I
3: didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but go on, sorry, Anthony.
0: But I, I've got some funny story like related to this because you've got in Peru—I I don't know how much ago that was—but in Peru you've got uh, both rivals playing against each other, and the winner, I think, is is gonna win the league. And then when the when the guest team won the game and finally won the league. Yeah. The, other, the the host team just turned the lights off right after the that? final whistle. Just not to see the other team celebrate their title. Well,
4: they can't celebrate. The lights yeah. are off. Then, they go got to get into the changing rooms. That's brilliant though, isn't it? That's like top tier shithous. <laughs> yeah, that The is. other team wins in your state. Just, that's game, it. That, that is the, gamesmanship so, at the highest
3: brilliant. level.
0: That's just shithousery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, coming back to the actual game, uh, later in the evening, both teams agreed to play on the field next next to the stadium.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I did not realise that. It's, so it's not like they turned the lights on and finished the match. No, no, no,
0: <laughs> they, they played at, at the at the field right next to the stadium. I don't know how the field looked like because the stream just stopped. You couldn't see the game anymore. Uh, it, it's it's like, you know, you play at the Stade Luxembourg, the lights don't go uh, anymore, and you're like, you know what, let's just play in, in, in on the football field in the oh, park. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah, just move there. up to Sasson. Yeah. Let's, let's go to Hostad. would be a good idea. <laughs> um, yeah. Where were we? Yeah. Uh, Luxembourg was leading 2-0 before like the interruption. And I don't know what happened then. Maybe Luxembourg's players lost their rhythm uh, because of the interruption. Who knows? But Georgia managed to score four times as the game ended 4-2 for the hosts. A disappointing result with a lot of question marks because of the previous events the last game of the Nations League campaign will be on Tuesday against Lithuania in DFAT at 4pm where you will see the live ticker on our page uh, finally staying with the women's football two cup games have been played despite the international break Betonbo destroys the third tier team Remeland 15-0 while Vasa Bilic beats Nidakon in the penalties 2 0 after the score was 1-1 on regular time that's it for Let's Voice News.
3: As always, Mr Perez, uh, very insightful. You've always got, you're just full of facts. absolutely love it. Thank you for keeping us up to speed and we look forward to hearing from you uh, next week. Gilles, we've got a couple of minutes left. We're going to ask you more uh, funny questions about the world of NASCAR and such. Antoine, have you got any...
4: Well, that's the thing. So I I see a NASCAR driver, and in my brain, when you drive home, I imagine, like, fast and furious, like, going around the corners at 120 kilometres an hour and stuff like that. Um, Can I just say... 120 kilometers an hour isn't particularly fast. No, no, fast. as in, what, in, in in the 30 kilometer zone oh, it's right. a bit fast. Okay. Yeah, you, you're
3: thinking jukes of Hazard sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: But so I was wondering, is there any da, na, na, is, is there any na, 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 moments, funny moments, or stories that that you had or, or situations you got out of because of your your skills in driving and just your your day to day life? Have you impressed anyone or won a bet or something because of uh, your driving skills?
1: No, actually, I won you when know, I was like 18 years old. And um, it was like the same weather than now, like snowing a little bit. So I was like on, on, um, on a roundabout. So I guess like going in already sideways, coming out also sideways. And then, yeah the police came from the other side. So they took me over and then the friend, the guy was actually cool. He was okay. not asking like for payers, like, hey, do you have like a racing license? And I was lucky I had him on me. Oh, I said, really? yeah, yeah, I can give it to you. And he was, ah, don't stop joking. And I say, that was nice. That was good. And I was, uh, I say, but you know, you're not allowed to do it. Is there something... Uh, that you yeah. can tell me to to don't do it or what was wrong? I say yeah, actually like that was a little mistake. I say yeah, that was a big mistake. I say yeah, my exit of the <laughs> of the <laughs> of the roundabout was I can I can do it better. Yeah. That was the only one that I really like the only time that I really had yeah. like something for all the rest like impress someone else uh, never on the street. That's no. I think yeah, it's like a boxer, so you don't go out and yeah, fight. Yeah. Uh, like, very responsible
4: yeah. and um, last question for me if there was another sport so if you weren't in NASCAR if there was another sport that you could be professional at um, was there anything you'd
1: like to go into it's yeah. not motor racing can't be Formula 1 no no um <laughs> I soccer. I really like soccer, yeah. but I think for this week I will be focused on squash. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> be scared. Your Insta, uh, you know, you can
3: put slash you can put NASCAR slash aspiring squash professional. Yeah, put, that, <laughs> put that in your bio. Yep. Um, if you'd like to see me get an absolute hiding next weekend, uh, come down to Top Squash. Be absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll bring out a bit of that shithousery, as you say yeah. it, you know. I'll uh, I'll take it Back to another out. level, you know, <laughs> shoelaces, all that sort of stuff. Uh, play left-handed, I should be all right. Nathan, am I going to be, will I be all right next week, do you think? Yeah, you'll be just fine. Yeah, man. all right, right sweet, sweet. He sweet, told sweet. me the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm the warm-up for you, mate. Um, <laughs> as always, I want to give a huge shout-out to the army of volunteers out there who make our sporting world tick. From the coaches who uh, look after the youth, you know, to the mums and dads who drive their kids around and get them involved in sport. Whatever it is you are doing to get this younger generation active, please keep doing it. You can check out uh, Sam Steen tomorrow from 6am. You've also got uh, one of the other regulars, Stephen Stepslow at 12 and then Melissa Dalton with a home stretch at 3. Don't forget about dave burrows and his db3 sessions and then you've also got sarah tap and her hangover sessions gents always a pleasure never a chore until next week it is church